Couch Talk Sports. As always, I'm your host, Mitsu Kleins. I'm back. I'm going to consider you my co-host now, man, by now. All the episodes <laughs> we did. <laughs> hey, Ryan Noons, back with me again. You're officially the co-host. You're, <laughs> well, no, you're, no, you're no longer a guest on the show. I appreciate it, Sue. Let's fucking get it rolling. Man. Right. Let's talk about it, man. MLB. Major League Baseball is back. It's damn near here, man. Freaking like one week, huh? That's crazy. It snuck up on us. Snuck up on us fast. Snuck up on us fast. Officially, everything's down. Schedule's out. MLB will be playing. It'll be a 60-game schedule. There's going to be no bubble, unlike the NBA. Major League teams will travel to their ballpark, to the visitor ballpark. What do you think about that? 60-game schedule? Hey, I consider myself more of a baseball traditionalist. I like not having a DH. I like the pitchers hitting. I like the long season. It gets me through the summer when there's nothing else going on. But I think this could uh, bring some more fans in. I mean, there's less sports going on. Um, it's more exciting. So there's like less games. So every game kind of like means a little bit more, especially since they're playing mostly division games, which is going to determine who going to the playoffs. So I think this could be a chance for baseball to gain some some new fans. So some new fans. See how it goes. Definitely see how this one goes. So according to the schedule, San Francisco, sorry, the beginning of the season, it will be the Yankees at the Nationals and then follow that up by the San Francisco Giants at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Trade deadline will be August 31st. Playoffs will be played in October. Uh, World Series most likely will go until November 1st. It's going to be a little bit different. Usually baseball is a 162-game schedule. It's a long stretch. But this year you won't have that long stretch. You'll have to come out the gate swinging. I mean, anyone can get hot for a couple weeks, right? I mean, baseball <laughs> baseball teams get hot and then all of a sudden they're cold. I mean, if you, you just have to get hot one time. One time. Yeah, because over that 162 games, you got to get catch fire about four, three, four or five times in order to you know to stretch your lead in the division. But you won't have that chance. I think some baseball player last week he said that if you come out the gate hot, that's going to give you an advantage as a team. So, so say, go ahead, man. Like if you go on one of those like ten game winning streaks or something, like that changes the season, <laughs> right? That's huge. That's super huge. I think it's going to be good for baseball. I mean, some of us as fans, we really don't want to see 162 games. You know, we like, okay, I'll start watching in April, May. But, you know, that's the hardcore fans going to follow all the way through. After the All-Star break is usually when, you know, like the casual fans, like, okay, let me get into my teams now. So this year we won't have that. I think it's going to be the thing that, like, interests me the most. I, like, kind of want to see how it plays out is, like, the fact that you said the trade deadline is what? 30 games into the season. Right, yeah. Is there going to be more moves? Is there going to be less moves? Or, like, teams like the Giants who aren't supposed to be good this year and their best players sitting out the year already, are they just going to just call it quits at the beginning of the year and just trade everyone away and just get what they can in hopes that next year is a full season? I I don't know. I'm so interested to see how it goes. I'm very interested to see how that goes, too. The trade deadline is going to do – usually does a lot for teams with that one player that you need to get you over the hurdle or that you think – could get you over the hurdle, but this season, I don't know if it's going to be like that. You might have to go with the team that already exists from day one. Right. I mean, one injury and your season's done, too. I mean, you're on the DL for 15 games. <laughs> right. And they're bringing it back, you know, in the middle of a pandemic. How's the corona going to affect 
because they're not in a bubble. They're traveling. They're allowed to do what they want to do. They got to be smart. They got to think smart because they don't want to put themselves in any risk. They don't want to put their family in any risk. Our teammates at any risk either. So I'm interested to see how the MLB is going to, you know, manage the corona or doing the tests and everything. Or lack of manage, you know? Yeah, lack of manage. They said there is a safety and health protocol. There's 100 plus pages. So there is one out there. I haven't read it, but it's not like the NBA. It's not like the bubble NBA. It's completely different. MLB, I must say that they tested 3,700 players and staff. 66 tested positive in the first round of testing, which was last week. Yeah. I mean, I'm a baseball fan. I'm excited. I mean, my Giants are going to be terrible, but I, I really don't care. I just want to see them play. Like I said, <laughs> if, they, if they get hot for two weeks, man, anything's possible. <laughs> anything's possible. I don't know. You're going to stay in the division at the Dodgers. The Dodgers may run away with it. I mean, I think at the 60-game mark last year, the Dodgers was pretty much had the division wrapped up at the 60-game mark last year. Hey, let us sweep them the first series of the year, and I, I'll just call it a win. Yeah, and you insert Mookie Betts. Oh, the Dodgers might definitely on top. They're one of the teams. But just to check out some of the most notable games, as we mentioned, Yankees at Nationals to start off the year. The Nationals will be uh, raising their World Series banner. You have the Braves and Mets. You have the Brewers and Cubs. July 28th to 29th, you have Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros. Some animosity there. Tell me about August seventh through ninth, you have the Oakland Athletics versus the Houston Astros. Another date to circle: Chicago White Sox versus Chicago Cubs. Minnesota Twins versus Cleveland Indians, August twenty fourth through twenty sixth. Tampa Bay Rays, a sneaky team this year, versus the New York Yankees, August thirty first through September second. Atlanta Braves versus National, uh, Washington Nationals, dates September fourth through six. Atlanta is a team that most looking to win the NL East. Washington's looking to win the NL East. That should be a very good series right there. Cincinnati Reds versus St. Louis Cardinals in the NL Central. Everybody has the Cincinnati Reds as a sleeper. St. Louis Cardinals, they are who they are. They're always there at the end. We're going to see. And everybody's picking the Mets, too, as well. What do you think about A-Rod making a bid to uh, buy the Nets, him and J-Lo? A-Rod and everybody else, man. Every every time I look and I see a notification, there's some other former athlete looking to buy him. Like, I think I saw Brian Urlacher yesterday or something. I'm like, okay. what is going on Yeah, right with now? the Mets, huh? I, I mean, I didn't mean to pause there. I know he's doing a schedule, but I remember seeing that yesterday. Uh, $1.7 so far to buy the New York Mets. I, think, I thought they would be more than $1.7 billion, but that's the price tag they're set at right now. In a I mean, it's like buying the... It's like buying the Clippers, man. <laughs> right. Not the Lakers. <laughs> and the final weekend will be September 24th through 27th. And the playoffs are as follows. Two wild card teams, um, three division winners, and then a five-game series, four games. Best of five, best of seven in the World Series. What are your takeaways from this schedule? What do you like so far? I mean – I think with the 60 games, I think it's exciting that a majority of the games are going to be in the division. So mm-hmm. I love a good division game. Uh, as far as like outside division rivalries, they're fun. But I think in a year like this, they don't really matter much. Like Obviously, like if the Dodgers play the Astros or something like that, that's going to catch somebody's eye and everyone's going to tune in. But to me, I'd rather watch the Dodgers play the Diamondbacks or the Rockies or somebody like that where the game is worth you know twice as much. Yeah. Definitely. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you pointed that out. So each division, a team will play their team in the division 
10 times. So 40 games against an in-team division. That's pretty tough. Playing your rival, the St. Louis Cardinals and Chicago Cubs playing 10 times, that's about 5-5 five and five right there. So that's going to be very tough because those in-division opponents are always the toughest because you know that team the best. It could be a lot closer than people think. A lot, some teams may not run away with it like they think they are. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the predictions or whatever online, like the divisions are pretty close. People are winning the division with a barely above 500 record. So it's like it's going to be <laughs> – it's going to be interesting to see. Like we said, if you get hot and let's just say, like, you know, the A's are able to, like, sweep sweep through, you know, two of their opponents and then in their division, then the division's theirs at that point. It'd right. It's hard to lose. Yeah. If we go through some of the divisions right now, some of the predictions I see on Bleacher Report, they have Philadelphia Phillies winning the East. They have the Cincinnati Reds winning the Central. And they have the Los Angeles Dodgers winning the West. Cincinnati Reds did pick up. They have some very nice offseason moves. Of course, they bring back Joey Votto. They have Derek DeRich, DeRich, Nick Senzo. But I'm not sure they have enough to get by the Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals. Also, in the... Um, I don't want to be in the Central. I don't want to be in the Central. You definitely don't want to be in the Central. That's the toughest division. I think I've seen another article that had the Chicago Cubs winning, I mean, 31-29 coming out the Central. So that's only two games above 500. I think the Central will be the closest division, of course, as it always is. But I can see the Yankees pulling away. I see the Dodgers pulling away. I can't see anybody pulling away in the AL Central, even though they have the Twins winning that. So in American League champions, you have the New York Yankees. And then, sorry, in the NL AL East, they're going to have the Yankees winning that. In the AL Central, they have the Twins winning that. And then, of course, they have the Astros winning the AL West. What do you think about the Astros? They're going to get a lot of uh, – I think they benefit with the fans not being there. You think so? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think they're the team that benefits the most, right? I mean, Yeah. They were going to go through being the villain for the whole year, um, and the crowd's booing them, throwing stuff at them, doing all that different things. But they're the ones that benefit the most from this. The thing I want to know is – you know, how many innings does it take before someone gets hit? That's all I want to know. Wow. That's, you got to think about that type of stuff. You think you think other teams and other managers going to do that to the Astros? Somebody going to get hit. <laughs> it's just baseball. I mean, baseball is, isn't the toughest guy sport in the world or anything, but they have their own written rules or unwritten rules, and, you know, you cheat, you get hit. That's just what it is. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm interested to see how teams treat the Astros. There was a lot of, lot of hostility when they came out and ruled that they were cheating. And now the Astros will have to, you know, accept whatever they do. But I do think they benefit without the fans being there because I think the fans was there. It'll make it that much more of a hostile environment. So the environment won't be so as hostile due to no fans being there. How do you think that's going to affect the game? No fans at the baseball games. I mean, I think these these guys are, you know, maybe not now used to it. But think about baseball um, growing up. Like, you're in high school, not a ton of fans at baseball games. Even college baseball has, you know, maybe 2,000 fans, 1,000 fans. And then they go into minor leagues, which has even less than that. Yeah. So it's not like their first time playing in front of nobody. Like, yeah. they've, done it pl- they've done it plenty of times. So, definitely. Definitely. I, I, I can definitely see that. I don't think it's going to be that much of an effect. I think baseball, when you're in a playoffs, home field advantage don't mean that much. But I could be wrong. I've been in some hostile environments. 
I've been like in Dodger Stadium where they're throwing those blue, you know, they're swinging those blue rags around. Been in Yankee Stadium. I've been in St. Louis. So it is kind of a hostile environment, but I don't think home field advantage in baseball means as much as it does in a sport like basketball. Yeah, I think the the thing to watch the most with the fans and stuff is don't be surprised if the pitchers are throwing a little bit slower this year. Mm-hmm. When the, In baseball, I think they're the ones that benefit the most or hurt the most from the fans. They get amped up. They get an extra mile per hour or two on their fastball when they're throwing it. Um, maybe they lose a little control. But I think this year without you know the fans and like maybe lack of adrenaline, they could lose a little, a little zest on their fastballs. Yeah. What do you see the season ending up as? Do you see anything happening unusual, or do you just see the same teams making I, it out? I think something weird is going to happen, man. I, like I said, in, in baseball, every team at some point in the season goes on a run. Whether you're terrible or you're you're the best team in the league, you're going to get hot at some point. And who knows? Maybe it's the first team out of the gate. Like you said, if you win your first ten games, like it'll be pretty hard to lose it at that point. Right. You come start off. Say you start off at ten and zero. Yeah, that'll be pretty pretty hard to lose. But what about your other thoughts? The best team, the best teams are still the best teams. Like that, <laughs> the Yankees, Astros, Yankees, the Dodgers, Yankees, Dodgers, <laughs> uh, Nationals are still good. Like these teams are still the best teams. But like I said, at some point in the season, every single team gets hot. Whether whether they're bad or they're good, they, they get hot. And it's just I think. That's what's going to come down to this season. That's going to be the big difference between baseball as we know it and baseball this year. Yeah. I still think the best teams come out on top. I think the Yankees started the season back in May, April, May. They probably would have started off slow because all their players were hurt. So I think just give them some time to get healthy. I think Gary Sanchez is going to be back. I think Stanton's going to be back. Aaron Judge is going to be back and healthy, ready to go. So I think this layoff for them actually did them some good. And I do see them coming out of the – definitely coming out of the AL East. I don't see the Boston Red Sox or anybody else competing, maybe the Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay Rays. But I think I see the Yankees. And then eventually – I hope I don't see another Yankees-Astros ALCS. I think I'm pretty much tired of that. But I like the Yankees coming out of the American League. You can yeah, agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I would agree that I think for the majority of it, you'll see a majority of the good teams come out. But like I said, don't be shocked if – some trash team wins one division. Not necessarily all of them, but one division, something crazy could happen. Well, let's talk about that. You keep saying a trash team, like something random. Like what team? What team do you well, think could go on a I run? Mean, just for example, I was looking at like Bleacher Report the other day, and they were showing you know playoff odds before and after, before and after you know the schedule shortage. So like if the 182 season versus the 60 game season, mm-hmm. and there were teams. I mean, obviously, I pay attention to the Giants the most because you know that's my team. And they had the playoff odds of literally less than a percentage point to make the playoffs in the 162 game season. <laughs> and now all of us, now all of a sudden, it's 60 games, and their percentage is up to 12 percent chance of making it. That's a lot. I that's mean, a lot. That's a 11 to 12 percent gap, like increase. And that's just an example. I mean, there's tons of other teams like that, like that are not that good. But now you have a roll of the dice chance on. Like, I mean, one in 12. I mean. Pick a card, I guess. Right. I like that. I like what you broke it broke it down there. When you know, you break it down to a shorter season, it gives other teams more of a chance to, you know, do something, especially in this. And the Dodgers as well. Let's talk about them. This is going to be my pick to come out the National League. 
can't do it. <laughs> as as a lifelong San Francisco fan, you can't do it. <laughs> I'll pick anybody else. <laughs> but I just think they're they're loaded. Even though David Price decided to opt out, he's not going to be pitching for the Dodgers this season. They're still still loaded. Clayton Kershaw. They pick up Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Jock Peterson, Justin Turner, Corey Seager. I mean, the Dodgers and Ricky Hernandez. They're just loaded at every level. The one thing about the Dodgers is they get rid of people, bring in people like Mookie Betts, but they still have power, they have speed, they have pitching, they have one of the best forces out there. Those, I think it's going to be a Dodgers Yankees World Series. And I think baseball needs that. Based on all the money they're going to lose, I think the best case scenario for baseball would be Dodger Yankees. What do you think about that? Uh, I would hope for anything but that, honestly. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's my opinion. <laughs> How do leagues make money, right? You have your biggest stars playing in the biggest games. Mm-hmm. It draws attention. In a short league where people are losing money, I think that's the best case scenario for you know the league as a whole to regain some money and, I mean, more fans, right? I think they're going to get random people watching now because there's a lack of things to watch. Yeah, that's true. And so people are going to be like, well, you might as well pick a team and, you know, not that I want to see more Dodger or Yankee fans in the world, like, of course <laughs> the worst two fans out there, but um, I think it'd be good for the sport as a whole. I think the team that I kind of am watching, just watching a little, is the Phillies. I think they could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, with Bryce Harper, JT, Hoskins, they did a lot, and they did, they did some good, good things with the rotation. Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, Zach Willer. Don't forget about Zach Willer coming over for the Mets. That's a pretty yep. good... That's a pretty good pickup. So they have a pretty good rotation coming in. And I've seen a lot of articles that said the Phillies will be winning the NL East. So I do like the Phillies as well. Maybe they give the Dodgers a run for their money. I just think the Dodgers have way too much firepower. Oh, they do. They do. I'm just saying the Phillies have, like, young talent, and mm-hmm. they hit the ball hard. Like, chicks dig the long ball, man, and they're, <laughs> they're not lacking that for sure. Not lacking that at all. So you see any team coming out of the – NL besides the Dodgers or no? I mean, like I said, I think like in a year like this, like a lot of things are possible. Hey, you know me, I prefer anyone but them. I like the Braves too. I think the Braves would be a fun team to watch. Hey, Acuna, uh, Acuna Jr. is probably the best baseball player in the world under 25. Oh, he's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, if I was betting on it, I would obviously bet on the Dodgers, but I literally will never say that I would pick them to do anything. Yeah. I just can't. I mean, you gave it's sacrilegious. <laughs> you gave your sleeper pick. I'm gonna give a sleeper pick to make the playoffs, not to win it. I think the Los Angeles Angels in a 60 game season could make some noise. They got a lot of power in that lineup. I'm not too sure about their pitching. They did pick up Anthony Rendon in the off season. He signed the huge contract. You know, you team him up with Mike Trout. You got Albert Pujols. So. They could get interesting down there in Los Angeles in a 60-game season. 162, I don't see their rotation and their bullpen doing much in 162. But in a 60-game season, you know, I think they could do a lot. I think they could make some noise. Yeah, I mean, if you want another sleeper pick, uh, the Padres could be someone to watch too. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to sneak some wins in, I mean, against the Giants and the Diamondbacks specifically. I mean, they have tough games against the Dodgers. But they're a team that, you know – they're always they're sneakily adding like one or two more people. I mean, Manny Machado, Will Meyer, Eric Hosmer, like you got some players out there. Definitely, you definitely Fernando, got some players. Fernando Tatis, like I mean, you you do got some players. I don't know where the pitching's going to come, but you got some you got some players out there. And I would love to see Manny Machado get back in the playoffs. 
That playoff run he had with the Dodgers was amazing, and I hate to see talent like that go to waste. That's probably why I picked the Angels. I need Mike Trout to make the playoff for once Man. in his lifetime. Stop. The MLB needs that. <laughs> I think the baseball fans, the baseball gods needs that. Uh, one player like that, the best player in baseball to not make the playoffs yet in his career is kind of very disappointing. I, he probably made it one time, but I don't think the Angels have made the playoffs since Mike Trout been there. Man. That's how we calling it? At Yankees Dodgers? Not I much to add? That, no, I ain't calling that at all. I can't do it. I told you. I mean, if I had to bet on it and you put a gun to my head, I probably would, but I can't do it. I, I, I get you. I get you. I get you. Well, thanks for doing this podcast with me, man. This one right here. It's going to be short and simple since baseball is not much to talk about since the 60-game season. We broke everything down. I'm interested to see where the season lasts since everybody's not, you know, in quarantine, you know, for a lack of a better term. Everybody's allowed to go out, allowed to travel. You think it'll hold up? You think it'll make it through to November? Man, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard to know in this world, right? I mean, it's changing every second. It's changing every second. Um, I hope it does, but it doesn't seem like they're taking – I mean, these people are all going to be in the dugout together for hours at a time. Baseball's not a short game. Not a short game at all, <laughs> at all. Those games can last four or five hours, especially if it goes to extra innings. So I'm interested to see. I'm going to take a look at the safety and health protocol book and see. That's the other thing to think about is their new idea for, you know, um, extra innings and stuff. They're going to be starting to run around second base. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that is true. I forgot about that. That's good insight. So that, That's good insight. So that, change, that changes it a little bit. I mean, and, and they're a little bit expanded rosters. And I know the Giants went and signed Billy Hamilton, you mm-hmm. know, after this just because he's the fastest player in the league and he's probably never going to play, but they're just going to put him on second base <laughs> if they're ever in extra innings. I love how you always get able to sneak your Giants comments. In like, <laughs> I, I have to, man. I have to listen to you talk Cowboys so I can talk Giants. <laughs> you have to sneak the Giants comments in. That's good to know because all you need is that one fast runner, a single to you know left, single to right, that runner scoring from second. I mean, a player like that can steal third too, and then guess what? The game... You could wrap that game up, runner on third, nobody out. You better score that run. Yeah, so there's a lot of different things to think when it comes to baseball. It's going to be different. The DH in both leagues, don't forget that, people. It's going to be DH in both leagues. Pitchers aren't going to be hitting anymore. I'd like to see how the NL is going to adjust to that. Um, I haven't seen everybody's lineup yet, but I'm interested to see how they're going to adjust to having the DH in the NL now. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be different for managers, different challenges. Uh, Like I said, I think that's something – you know, more casual fans will enjoy more. I think mm-hmm. the runner on second base adds a, a new flair to it. So, I mean, I'm more interested to see what it does for the fans than it does for, you know, the sport. Yeah. I'm kind of upset there won't be an all-star game this year, though. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Take the, the hottest player in the first 30 days? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm upset. I like, I like the home run derby. I like the home run derby. Oh, another thing to think about is there's going to be a batting – a, uh, like a batting average champ, like a new record this year, man. Someone's going to bat like 450 or something ridiculous. You think somebody's going to bat 450? Man, 60 games? Wow. Man, possibly. I think I Somebody, did read an article saying Joey Votto might bat 400 this year. Yeah, man. Someone's going to someone's gonna just like yeah. cover off the ball, and someone's going to have the worst year of their life because they're in a slump and can't hit <laughs> <laughs> but, but will it count, though? Will you count that or be an asteroid next to it? 
oh, there has to be at this situation. Yeah. But I just think it's kind of funny to see. Yeah. If you have, if you had to pick one player to bat four hundred, who do you think is going to be? Kind of got to be Joey Votto, right? I mean, yeah. that's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he does. He bats for average. Cody Bellinger hit about 340 last year. I, think, I know he slumped off. I think because um, the season is so long, players tend to, you know, go on, like, streaks where they don't get a hit. But this yeah. year, that could be different. That's a good point you bring up right there, too. As oh, what, well. about, what about Yelich, man? Yelich? Yes. He could definitely hit 400 as well. It's a lot of names out there that could do it. It could do it. I'm interested to see that. I'm going to keep an eye on that. Yeah, something to think about. Something to keep an eye on. Something to keep an eye on. Any any last thoughts? Nah, man. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're, we're 10 days away. Like, let's get it going. <laughs> let's watch some baseball. That's the first. That's really probably the first contact sport. Well, it's not a contact sport, but it's really the first sport that's really coming back. I know UFC boxing has been back, but. MLS played a little bit. But yeah. For one of the first uh, major sports, let's put it that way, is coming back. It's going to come back before basketball. Actually, it's starting about five days before basketball. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. As always, I hope the players stay safe. Hope the staff stay safe. Hope everybody out there staying safe, please. Numbers have gone back up. They have shut California down again. We're back in stage one. The governor announced it today. Please stay safe, everyone. Wear your mask if you got to go out. Couch Talk Sports.